And it's because I think sometimes we're just like on autopilot and we're going in life and we are so used to dealing with negative or toxic thoughts that we don't even become consciously aware of that until sometimes God reveals to us, Hey, you're thinking this way, or we take that step of being intentional with analyzing what is it that I'm thinking about and diving deep and peeling back the layers. Okay. I'm feeling this fear. I'm feeling this anxiety. Why am I feeling this way? Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning. And this is your season of awakening and activation. I don't know about you, but I went through so many years of feeling stuck by the four letter word fear. It really crippled me, paralyzed me in so many different ways, so much so that I wrote a devotional and the very first chapter of the book that I wrote, hashtag more than done, I covered the topic of going from fearful to fearless. Now that's not to say never deal with fear, but there is a healthy and effective way to move through fear. My personal story with fear, you know, I could probably trace back to when I was young because as we grew up, we all deal with a certain level of fear, you know, going to school for the first time, going to junior high, high school, 20s, 30s, starting a new job. There's all kinds of scenarios that come up where we start to have to deal with fear. Uh, but where fear really, really crippled me was around the subject of starting a new career that I felt like God was leading me into. I felt like he was leading me towards public speaking. And I was really, really afraid. I was afraid because I felt there were things in my life that disqualified me from public speaking. I just felt like there were certain storylines of my life that I didn't want to discuss or that were just really traumatizing. And I felt like, okay, well, I can't move into the public speaking genre because maybe it means that I'm going to have to talk about like the deepest wounds of my life. And in this discovery journey where I went through some life coaching and I just really dove deep with God and got some healing, I began to gain a better understanding of how to walk through fear in a healthier way and not allow it to paralyze me from the calling or my destiny or the things that I really wanted to take action on, but was holding back because of this centralized place of fear. And so one of the things that, you know, I really struggled with was maybe not getting the messaging right. When I delivered a message, just feeling like, what if I say something wrong or I don't say it right. Or over time I mature and develop and I have a, a better perspective on something that I maybe taught on several years ago. And my, my thought was, because there's so much cancel culture, what if I say something wrong and it's taken wrong or it's used in a wrong way in a way that I didn't intend it. And I had a really good friend and mentor share with me that I was like an apple tree and it was my job to produce the fruit that God had asked me to produce. So putting out my message, building my business, putting out the content, I felt like he was stirring in my heart. And what my mentor shared with me was that it wasn't my job to control what other people did with the fruit that I produced. 
It was just my job to produce. And this was really eye-opening for me because I was so caught up in how people were going to receive what I shared, what they were going to do with it, how they were going to process it or filter through it or think about it. And when she really challenged me to just release that part of it, it really was like a weight that dropped from my shoulders that I no longer had to worry about whether or not I got it perfect or got it right or how other people would take it because everybody has a filter. So you could say something in just the right way. And depending on what the other person's experience was or how their day was or what time in the day they heard, whatever it is you delivered, they may or may not take it in the way that you intended for them to take it. So I think so much of working through fear is really releasing our expectations of how other people are going to handle what it is we do say, act on and believe really ultimately letting go of control, the things that we can't control, which is other people's perceptions. And a lot of times we don't move forward into what we feel like God is calling us to, because we're worried about failing in front of people, being judged, being criticized, being misunderstood. We're worried about doing it wrong and getting it wrong and investing our time and money and resources into redirecting our life into something where we don't know the eventual outcome. We don't have the blueprint. We don't know, is it going to work out? Is it not? And so we hold back because we don't have those answers and we can live in this place of anxiety and fear rather than moving forward perfectly and perfect. And I will be the first to tell you, this is not easy and I haven't walked it out perfectly, but as somebody who has taken those steps and those risks to step out in faith and do my best to walk through fear and go from fearful to fearless, I can say that first step is surrendering and releasing and being okay with being imperfect, being okay with not being understood, being okay with the negative comments that are probably going to go on behind your back. And if you are somebody who struggles with perfectionism, like me, I'm raising my hand here. That's not always easy. It's actually really, really hard, but it's not impossible. And I think walking through this partly comes through renewing our mind. The scripture that says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I believe renewing your mind isn't just something that comes like, oh, occasionally. Renewing your mind is something you have to do like on a regular basis. It's got to be this regular thing that you that you make a part of your life because you're going to have doubts coming at you. You're going to have negative or toxic thinking coming at you on a regular basis. And if you make it a habit to renew your mind and really take regular inventory of what you're thinking about, you are going to move through this process of walking through fear in a more effective way over time. As you make this aspect of life, renewing your mind, a regular thing. And when I say taking stock and inventory of what you're thinking, I'm talking about really paying attention to the thoughts that are on repeat in your mind, because sometimes we can be thinking things over and over and over again without even realizing it. And you might think, well, how do we do that? How do we not realize we're thinking about something? And it's because I think sometimes we're just like on autopilot and we're going in life and we are so used to dealing with negative or toxic thoughts that we don't even become consciously aware of that until sometimes God reveals to us, Hey, you're thinking this way, or we take that step of being intentional with analyzing 
what is it that I'm thinking about and diving deep and peeling back the layers. Okay. I'm feeling this fear. I'm feeling this anxiety. Why am I feeling this way? And then evaluating what have I been thinking about? What has been consuming my mind? What are the, what's the core thought that is behind this fear and this anxiety? And that really just leads back to you doing that inner work and taking the time to be intentional with your thought life. In my book, hashtag more than done, I talk about dismantling fear and what that looks like. A good friend of mine shares this analogy. I'm not sure if she coined it or she heard it from somebody else, but like if you have a gun and you take apart that gun piece by piece and you lay it out on all out on a table, that gun no longer has power. All the pieces aren't together. All together, it's very powerful. But if you spread the pieces out all over, it can't do the harm or the damage that it can do if it's all put together. It can't do what it's intended to do. So if you think of dismantling fear in the same way, where you take it apart piece by piece and really analyze each part of it and hold it under the light of scrutiny, it helps that fear to become less powerful. And I talk in the book about taking the power back from fear. And I don't think I use this analogy in the book, but another way that I describe fear is that it's like this unintended guest, this uninvited guest that comes over that knocks on your door and you just crack open the door just a little bit to see what's knocking and fear. When you give it an inch, it takes a mile and it slams open the door and it comes into your space in your mind, like this uninvited guest. Fear completely takes over that space in your mind. It just completely infiltrates until all of a sudden you are left with this teeny tiny space in your mind to really live and be because fear's overtaken everything. If you think of fear inside of an apartment, it comes in, it just puts its stuff everywhere and you no longer have any living space in your apartment. You're just like in the littlest corner, this littlest space of your apartment because fear's just ransacked and take taken over. So if you can really dismantle fear and take it apart piece by piece and really look at why am I afraid? What aspect of this fear is holding me back? Is it the fear that I'm going to fail, that I'm going to get it wrong, that people aren't going to understand it? Is it the fear that my life could be in jeopardy because I make a wrong decision? What are the layers of that fear? And then I talk about how you envision yourself as fearless, because when we are filled with fear, it's really hard to see a vision of the future or what you look like outside of that fear. But if you can paint the picture of what the fearless you would look like, it really helps to make that picture of the fearless version of you so much closer in the sense of sometimes goals feel very far off in the distance. They feel so far away, so far removed from whatever your current circumstances are. But as you paint the picture of what the fearless version of you looks like, it helps to see those goals that seem so far in the distance, inch closer and closer and closer to you. As you paint that picture, what is the fearless version of you look like? So as you are painting the picture of what the fearless version of you looks like, I want you to think about what are the conversations that you would have if you were fearless? Who would be the people that you surround yourself with if you felt fearless? What would you go after? What would your goals be? What would your conversations be like? What would your daily schedule look like if you were that fearless person that you want to be? And then really what that next step is as you process through maybe getting healing over belief systems that are holding you back is to act as if you are already that fearless person. Meaning if the fearless version of you was in the word every day, then you get in the word every day. If the fearless version of you doesn't allow toxic thinking to stay in your mind more than just a few seconds, 
then that's what the fearless version of you does in this moment. If the person that you want to become wants to be in a completely different career and what she has to do in this moment is work and side hustle while she works her full-time job, then that's what you do. You don't have to wait for things to perfectly line up or for you to feel ready to do it. It's more about those small incremental daily steps that you take that really yield the biggest results for you. Sometimes we think it's like the big leaps of faith. It's the big things that we do. It's the big opportunities that are given to us or that we discover along the way. But really it's that daily consistency of working towards where we wanna be that ultimately yield that result of going from where we are now to where we wanna be, bridging that gap. It's the consistency. It's the daily small things that feel mundane and not sexy and and just regular. It's the daily habits. The other aspect I dive into with becoming fearless is really changing up your language, how you talk about things. I talk about affirmations, you know, declaring, I am fearless. I am walking in fearlessness today, or I'm walking through fear today. I'm not letting it hold me back. Being specific. If you find yourself filled with anxiety and fear, just taking over in your mind immediately and saying, I will not live under this fear. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And just immediately taking control when you know, when you notice those thoughts are coming into your mind. And I will tell you, I don't believe fear is something that, you know, once you deal with it, it never comes back at you again. But what I do think happens is when you learn to effectively deal with fear, you catch it that much more quickly when it comes on you. And then as you go throughout your life and you get into new situations where fear starts to come at you because you reach a new level, you take those strategies and those habits that you have developed to work through fear and you apply them in the new scenario that you're in. And I believe over time, God helps us to develop new strategies. He helps us to develop techniques that work for us because I know that out of everyone listening, there's probably many people who have said, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that when it comes to fear. But as we continue to seek God's heart and claim his peace, I believe he reveals strategies and techniques that will work for you in your unique situation and your personality. I was talking to somebody recently who, you know, I had given them some ideas and thoughts on how they can work through fear and anxiety. And she was just like, I've tried that. It doesn't work for me. I don't understand why God's not hearing me. If he really loved me, he would not let me battle this for so long. And it was not long in, into this conversation where she revealed something that had happened to her a long time ago. And she had never shared it with anyone. And when she just opened the floodgates of revealing what had happened over the next several, several days in processing through this revelation, she was able to begin to find healing in a place that was so buried and hidden. And for me, what that was a revelation of as she was pouring out her heart and sharing that, you know, I don't understand why God hasn't taken this fear and anxiety from me. Really what stood out to me was that God needed to deal with this past hurt, this past thing that had been buried for so long. And as she found healing for that, she is beginning to take steps in that healing process of fear and anxiety. So sometimes when we feel like, you know, God's not answering our prayers, he's not taking the battle from us. He doesn't always answer our prayers in a way that we anticipate that he will, but because he's such a good God, he's not going to sometimes give us what we want and still allow that hurt to hold us back from the past or whatever it is that he's mending in us so that we can work through the fear, the anxiety, and these big things that are 
paralyzing and inhibiting us. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want to just encourage you to really go after God's word and see what he says about fear and about who you are and really pray into this stronghold of fear. It doesn't have to hold you back forever. And it's not something that you should feel ashamed or condemned over. No one, and I mean, no one that you look at who seems so successful and has it all together is someone who has not lived or faced fear and still living and facing and working through fear, even as they found success. And I say that because sometimes we put people on a pedestal and we feel like the playing field isn't level. And we say to ourselves, I want to be more like her or him because it doesn't seem like they deal with fear or they deal with anxiety or they deal with some of the struggles that maybe you're facing. But the truth is, Fear is universal. We've all felt it. And they're not any better than you. So when you get into this mode of being critical and beating yourself up, I want you to remember that although their lives might seem perfect and amazing, it doesn't mean that there are not things behind the scenes that they're dealing with. And I know that we know that logically in our heads, but when we're scrolling on social media and we see the highlight reel, sometimes we struggle to put those pieces together. So let that be your encouragement today to really dive into bridging that gap from where you are to where you want to be in regards to fear, becoming fearless and walk out of being filled to the brim with fear and paralyzed with fear. If you would like to dive deeper into this concept and the other talk topics I talk about in my book, hashtag more than done, you can pick it up on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or go to my website, www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N T-O-W-N-E. Until next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called for it.